This B Podcast Network show is presented by IXL. IXL's all-inclusive online teaching and learning platform simplifies edtech needs and accelerates achievement in 95 of the top 100 U.S. school districts. IXL delivers personalized learning across a comprehensive pre-K-12 curriculum, including math, language arts, science, and social studies, and helps you assess student performance through actionable, real-time insights at every level of your school or district. This one solution performs work that typically requires dozens of tools. Want to find out why so many leading districts trust IXL? Visit IXL.com BE. That's IXL.com BE. Welcome to Transformative Principle, where I help you stop putting out fires and start leading. I'm your host, Jethro Jones. You can follow me on Twitter at Jethro Jones. Welcome to Transformative Principle. I'm your host, Jethro Jones. Transformative Principle is a proud member of the B Podcast Network. It is the best educational podcast network out there, and we have shows for everybody in education. If you don't have a show that you like, uh, just let me know. We'll make a show for you because you deserve to have some great podcasts to listen to. You can see all of our shows at bpodcastnetwork.com. Today on the program, I'm excited to have Hillary Chapman. Hillary dreamed of being an educator at age four when she would assign homework to her neighborhood friends from her parents' Reader's Digest and National Geographic. Thanks to her mom for encouraging her to have more recess. Hillary has developed into an international educator and Washington State librarian advocate. As an educator for 28 years, a school librarian for 20 years, and an international educator of 12 years, Hillary has grown roots in Southwest Washington and found a home in Washington as the district librarian TOSA. However, as the consummate student, Hillary attained her principal certification from EWU and aspires to grow her career into assistant principal position in sunny California, returning to her husband Jim's native roots. But the uphill climb to administrator has been bumpier than expected and in Hillary's eyes has truly been a bloom where she's planted experience. Hillary, welcome to Transformative Principles. So happy to have you on. Thank you. Hillary, what is your takeaway from our conversation today? Oh, that you are worth the work. And if you have a dream, go for it. Understand what you need to do and be willing and open to try new things. That is fantastic. I think that my takeaway from what you said today is that you push through and do the things that you need to do, even though they're hard. And I really admire that about you. And I think that's really powerful. So um, we are uh, talking again about the coaching program, mental fitness that I offer. Uh, we're starting up a new cohort of that uh in just a couple days, I'd love to have you be part of that. You can go to jethrojones.com slash coach or in the show notes on here. If you just want a free coaching session to see what it's all about, which Hillary's going to talk about in just a minute, you can do that also. 
Um, and so just click on the link in the show notes to schedule a time to chat with me. And we'll get to our interview here with with Hillary in just a moment. If you've been listening to Transformative Principle for any amount of time, you know that I have a love-hate relationship with EdTech. We have the ability to personalize learning for every single one of our students, and yet so many of our EdTech tools fall short. We need our technology to do more for us. That's why it's so important for me to know that IXL provides true personalized learning across the entire pre-K-12 curriculum, and that it's proven to benefit all student populations, including English language learners and students in special ed programs. As a principal, I've used this in my school. As a parent, I've had my children use it as well. And let me tell you, this is a tool that definitely helps students learn and practice better. IXL is research proven to accelerate achievement. Studies across 45 states show that IXL schools outperform non-IXL schools on state assessments, and independent research from Johns Hopkins University verifies that IXL meets ESSA Tier 1 standards. With those results combined with IXL's teacher-friendly reputation, what more could you ask for? Now, you also know that I don't care so much about test scores, but I know that they are legislatively convenient and something that we have to deal with and manage on a day-to-day basis. If you can implement something that is easy and effective, why wouldn't you do it? If you have a goal to increase achievement for all students, make sure to find out what IXL can do for you. Visit IXL.com slash B for a demo. That's IXL.com slash B-E. Hillary, why don't you tell us about the the free coaching call that we did and how that impacted you and made you decide that you wanted to do this coaching program with me? I've had the opportunity to now work with you three times, uh, but which um, is a blessing. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> um, so a previous experience, but in that thirty-minute coaching call. You started with getting me into my stage by doing a few PQ reps, and that really kind of helps slough off all the stress of the day or that moment so that you can focus. And then I brought a question about my career that I wanted to kind of answer, and you had framed a one question, gave me time to reflect on it, and then answer it like in an interview kind of example. And then we had an opportunity to talk about that 30-minute coaching call and would this be useful, you know, to continue to go further. And that solidified me wanting to do this. And I like that I'm in a pod of like-minded people from around the United States. We don't have anybody, um, you know, international, but I appreciate hearing female educational leaders' perspectives, you know, from around our our nation. So not only am I learning from you and the program, I'm learning a lot from my fellow colleagues in the pod. Yeah. And what what's really powerful about that is that you're all coming from these different perspectives and different experiences, but you're really able to connect on what your individual challenges are even though they're different from each other you're still finding 
uh, solidarity and support with each other, even though you all have a different perspective and experience. And like a lot of a lot of coaching is around asking specific questions and getting people to see what's what's there. And what I like about this is that it's not just about asking questions, but also teaching you things about how your brain works and how your your ideas can sometimes be saboteurs for what you're trying to accomplish. So you said before we started talking, there are some parts of the program that aren't working perfectly for you. Let's start talking about some of those things that aren't just aren't hitting it for you that that are a little bit uh, leaving a little bit to desire to be desired, if we can say that. I think it's the newness. Now, I'm a person who loves the challenge of change, but PQ repping is new to me. So ah, the tangible senses, you know, like the touch or visualization or, you know, hearing, those are making sense. Um, I tried on my own a labeling one, Mm -hmm. and I think I'm just so new at it, it felt really awkward. So, it's, I'm still, what, I'm, I'm, I'm on week three. And so um, I think I'll get better with practice. And then in the, in the training video this week, they had us work on one saboteur. And, you know, you're still pretty new with it, but it was a session where you had to, like, physically embody that saboteur. And... I don't know if I felt inhibited or or what, but I didn't find that as powerful as kind of getting into the judge. But maybe it's because week two was doing that with your judge. and I think I'm recovering <laughs> from that. So um, I don't know, maybe some space between those yeah. two kinds of experiences. I'm a person because as a librarian, I am constantly on a technology. So I really value time away from technology. And this whole app is on my phone. And so that can be really convenient for most. But for me, often I'll connect my phone to my computer so I can see it better. I can't or I haven't figured out how I can do that with with this app. Let me, let me just solve that one for you real quick. If you just go to app.positiveintelligence.com, then you can mm-hmm. log in straight into the app right there. So using the same email address that you did on your phone. So that that possibility does exist, and that does make it a little bit different. I do want to talk about those other two things that you brought up. Number one, uh, trying PQ reps has been new. That has been that was really challenging for me because PQ reps, for those of you who didn't listen to episode 575 where I talked more about this, PQ reps are really just um, forcing your your mind to be in control of your body instead of just letting it do whatever it wants. And this is a really powerful thing because as you become more in control of yourself in, in all aspects, then you, you become better at controlling your thoughts and your feelings and your emotions and all that kind of stuff. So that was very new for me as well and took some getting used to. The labeling piece, I actually really enjoy the most out of all of those now because I didn't like it at first either. And there's a reason why that's not open to you in the beginning either. 
uh, because it's it is a little bit more challenging and and more difficult to do because you have to like keep you have to be focused on your senses but then have like 10% of your brain labeling at the same time which is really difficult to do and I've I've really struggled with that but now that's the one that I like the most and then the last thing that you mentioned of uh, physically embodying that saboteur and how the judge was so challenging for me my judge he's just kind of like you're pathetic like I'm not even wasting my time on you and it's my other saboteurs that caused me so much grief in my life and and so for me I had the opposite of you where the judge was really hard for me to get into because it's like I'm not even wasting my time talking to you buddy and the saboteurs are what is like really bringing me down on a regular basis so that being said at this point uh for myself uh, i was getting pretty depressed and i was feeling like you know i i i am a horrible human being a horrible father horrible husband like i'm not good enough for at all and all these things were like coming on me at this point and and it was really tough so like it's not like you do some program and everything is suddenly perfect and you don't have to worry about it. And that hasn't been your situation either, right? Oh, gosh, no. In fact, I've been, I don't know, working on myself yeah. <laughs> um, for a number of years. But I, this particular program and this, you know, personal growth in my life is at the right time. In terms of adding to my tool toolkit of self-care, self-understanding, and then building on leadership. So I'll just be honest. My The saboteur I was working on, you know, in preparation for our pod meeting um, this week is the controller. And I Monday mornings, I lead my team of library media instructors, and I decided, okay, you know what? Because it inhibits your team members to have a voice if you're always leading and controlling everything. And that just really hit me. Not like a, oh, you know, Miss Chapman, you're a terrible person. You're a terrible librarian. No, it was more like, wait a minute. You can be a stronger leader by, you know, listening to your team and giving them space. So that's what I did. I flipped the narrative and I um, put my, like I had specific things that I want wanted Heather to share with that. I wanted Perry to share. And after each of those sharings, then I stopped and I asked for the rest of the team's input. And then then it was time for me to like kind of go over the week's media and library lessons. I said, look, I'm in this mental fitness coaching challenge and I'm learning a lot about my leadership skills. And I'm noticing that this controller saboteur is you know, stifling your voices and your creativity. So I want you to know that this is a framework for the week. And as I build next week's lesson, and it was the most interactive PLC meeting we've had this year, and it felt really good. I'm new at this district librarian, TOSA. I was usually attached to one or two schools, but now I'm attached to seven and oversee five libraries every week. Yeah, so that that was a growth part for me from yeah. our learning, right? So that, I, I'm having a different experience. <laughs> so yeah, That is so cool. And I love hearing stories like that because the fear you have in your head is that if I tell people that I am controlling, then they're going to 
sh shy away from me and not want anything to do with me or they're going to think I'm a terrible person. But in reality, once you identify what your issue is, then people are like, oh, yeah, we know. I'm glad you finally see it. And <laughs> thanks for sharing and, and addressing that, because now here's how we can help you. And like and we can be more forthcoming. Yes, your controlling nature uh, or your controller saboteur does stifle us some, but we can we can overcome it by telling what's going on and what we're thinking and what we're feeling. And and that is incredibly powerful. I hear that again and again and again, that once people start sharing, here's what my saboteur is and here's how it acts, then they're like, oh, cool. Here's how I can help you with that. And people are so willing to do that. And it sounds like you had that same experience. I did. I don't want it to sound like it was like, you know, an instant fix. My team was a little bit quiet. And then I said, okay, for instance, you know, we are finishing up with this avid strategy. I always start with a mindful moment for media. And then I said, as we look at December and behaviors are getting harder, you know, what do you want our SEL to be looking like? What, what would you find helpful? And that's when they started answering. And so I would break down the structure of the lessons that I've always done and say, this is where I was thinking, but where do you think we need to go? Because all of our schools are in kind of different. Just, I was talking specifically to my elementary librarians today. Yeah, I just, I, I think that's so cool and such a fun, fun thing for you to experience. Now, you're going through some career changing right now. You're currently this librarian TOSA, and you you are working to become an assistant principal. And that has been met with its own level of frustration and challenges, right? And, and what I love about you, Hillary, is that you have been so focused on being clear about saying what you want, what you're going after, and you haven't shied away from it, which is very easy to do. Like some people are like, I'm just gonna do this in secret. And then when I get it, then it'll be like all great and I'll be happy and all that kind of stuff. And you're like, no, this is what I'm trying to do. Here are my challenges. And we've we've talked about this a couple of times. How, how is this, you mentioned that this is the right time in your life. How is this the right time in your life from your perspective? So I've always looked at my career as taking steps up a stair step, you know, and every position I've come to, I feel like is a challenge and I love the challenge of change. But I felt like I was taking a gigantic step to do a principal certification and I did it ooh, kind of a little bit nervous, nervously. And my internship, I really didn't get my feet under me until January. But then I did. And my principal that I was working with, he's just like, I don't know what happened, but you just showed up and you were you were my assistant principal and from here on out and I couldn't have done it without you kind of thing. Um, and I don't really know what the shift was. Um, I was a, very fearful um, that I wasn't very good at it. And you're not until you get some experience and get your feet on the ground and, and, and do that. But, you know, I started the school year. I, I had applied everywhere. I'd only gotten one interview. I was kind of down in the dumps, honestly. And so my husband and I had a talk and I was like, okay, I, but this is what I, I really caught the bug. And I would be, dang it, I would be a really good assistant principal. I so I want to go for it. 
<laughs> Thank you. And, you know, I have been very honest. I love the district that I'm in. I'm in the southern part of Washington at Washougal School District, and we're a small, considered a small medium district. And so we only have like one high school and two middle schools and four elementary schools in an online school. But, you know, so there's not room for APs here. We just don't have that kind of structure. We only have one AP in our in our middle school, and she's fantastic, and she's going to stay, <laughs> you know. Um, so I have been very vocal and, you know, just because I've worked in this district for 11 years, and so I wanted to be, you know, honest. And so with my superintendent and our uh, head of personnel, who is also our associate superintendent, they were, I had a meeting with them and I said, look, I'm applying. They are some of my recommenders, you know, and um, they're like, fly, Hillary, we will miss you, but I can't offer you anything, you know, and so go for it. And um, in fact, I've been going to board meetings and listening to all my all the principals give their SIP plans to the school board and learning what's going on. Um, but I get there a little bit early and I sit down and our superintendent, she came and sat next to me and she's one of my recommenders. So she's written many recommendation letters and she sat next to me and she goes, you know, when I jumped in to superintendent, she goes, it was 18 jobs. She goes, I applied 18 times. I was finalist many times. She goes, you'll get your time. So, um, I don't know. I just, I really have the bug. I'd be great at it. And I think what I really need to do is focus to where. And in all honesty, my husband is missing California. And I think I really need to work on getting my residency certification, which I am in the paperwork process, and really start, you know, hammering it out down there. And yeah, we're going to be going down at Christmas and start walking around neighborhoods and where schools are and yeah. yeah. So so imagine going into a job interview, understanding your saboteurs, where they're gonna trip you up. How is that going to change how you show up in that job interview? What do you anticipate that looking like? A lot more confident and willing to say, hey, this is how I could be a good team player. I still have quite a bit to learn. I'm new at this, I'm green at this. But these are some of my strengths, um, and this is what I've done in my leadership. I mean, I've spent all this year working on cultivating my own personal skills and getting better at leadership. I could even share that controlling library PLC moment that I had this morning, you know, how I've shifted my leadership style to be more inclusive. And I think that's a really powerful place to come from because it, it tells them, I know my weaknesses, I'm not afraid of them, they're a part of who I am, and they don't have to be something that ruins uh, an opportunity. And it, you saw with your librarians how they opened up once you were clear about what you personally were struggling with, that's really powerful. And that's really helpful to anybody in any situation where a leader is saying this is, you know, the direction we're heading or whatever, it really does make a difference when they can, they can feel safe uh, expressing where they're at. Both the leader can feel safe and the people can feel safe that the person's leading. So that's, that's really powerful.
and it's the right time. And actually, it was my superintendent who said, you know, you really need to make sure that you take care of you first so you can take care of everybody else. And so this year, not only am I focusing on cultivating these, you know, mental fitness kinds of skills, it's the discipline that I had prior to becoming, you know, prior to attaining my admin credentials of I need to get up in the morning and I need to move my body and I need to have a moment where it's just me so I can get myself centered in a spiritual place and then I'm ready. <sighs> I've breathed, I'm, I'm prepped and I can face whatever this day is going to be and support the people around me and then let it go, you know, like school and all your students and your staff, they're always going to be there. So I need to learn also that boundary of having a cutoff time. And my, my, my mentor principal worked with me that as well. His time was five o'clock and that was a, that was, that was a dead hard line. You know, that was a hard line most of the time. Now there are a few times that that didn't quite work, but yeah. So I'm, I'm also instilling those habits again, and it takes discipline and practice. And so that's why it's another good time in my life, right? Yeah, absolutely. And it does take discipline. And you're, you're tackling some pretty big goals in your life right now. And it's really cool to see you doing that with confidence. Not that you weren't doing other things with confidence before, but, but I see this like, yes, I can do this, not just this is happening, you know, and, and I think that's mm -hmm. really powerful. As, as you're listening to this, if you're thinking, hey, I might want to do this uh, program with Jethro, uh, jethrojones.com slash coach. That's where you can go to check it out. And uh, and if you're not sure and you still have questions, there's a little button down on the bottom that says schedule a time to talk with Jethro. Just click that and let's set up a time when we can chat and see if this is, uh, if this is good for you at this time in your life. My last question, Hillary, what, what is one piece of advice you would give to somebody who's striving to improve themselves, striving to get better, what one piece of advice would you give to them to do this week to be transformative like you? You are worthy. Mm. So do what's going to, I just finished Jada Pinkett Smith's book this morning on my way to work. Um, you are worthy. So set aside the time, work on you, and celebrate wonderful you. That is so true. You absolutely are worthy. And coming from someone like you who is making the effort and doing the things that she needs to, uh, more than anything we've talked about here, things I know about you personally because you've shared them with me that I'm not going to blab about because it's not my story, but I know coming from you, that means something different than coming from just some random person uh, because you do have that discipline and I want to thank you and commend you for that. So, uh, Hillary, this was great having you on Transformative Principle. Appreciate you being here. Thanks so much for coming on the show. Thanks for having me, Jethro. What an honor. Do you want to simplify your school's technology, save teachers time, improve students' performance on state assessments? You can do it all, but don't waste another minute. Head straight to IXL.com BE to learn how IXL's research-proven teaching and learning platform can help you achieve all these goals. That's IXL.com slash B-E.